Welcome to day 152 of Rockcliffe's 365 Days of the Bible. Today I want to share a highlight from our readings, which can be found in Song of Solomon, or Song of Songs. Chapter 1 through 8, it's the whole verse, or it's the whole book. And we're going to be looking at overviews of the themes of the whole book. Now that being said, this book has some more intimate themes to it. So if you've got younger children in the room and you're listening with them, maybe put this one on pause until later. All right, there's your warning. Song of Solomon, or Song of Songs, depending on what translation you're reading, is a beautiful picture of the intimacy that exists within a healthy marriage between a man and a woman. And at times people haven't been sure how to handle this book. Some people read it for the poetry. Some people read it for the study. And if you, if you get into the study, the imagery gets very, for lack of a better word, erotic. But more just in the sense because this is trying to portray a very real, very vivid, very layered expression of not just the love that exists within a marriage, but the, the sexual love that exists within a marriage between a man and a woman and how it's good and how it's enticing and how it's God's great gift. And what's interesting is, is it in, in a lot of ways shows the unique dynamics between a husband and his wife and, and the ways that their sexual relationship can uh, manifest with who initiates and who, in what regards they're, they're kind of enjoying one another. And I won't get into the details because this isn't that kind of podcast. <laughs> but it's a beautiful example. And it's, once again, a display that sex, within the right context, is a very powerful, very beautiful gift from God to us. It was meant as a good thing. A lot of, like I said, when we were talking about Genesis, some people saw the fall as, oh, well, sex is really a contamination of our flesh. And it's not. It's not. God's commandment before the fall was be fruitful, multiply. And and this shows that it can also be for recreational purposes because they're not talking about, oh, my beloved, come, let us bring forth arrows for our quiver. This is talking about two people who just want to enjoy the privileges of marriage and the safety that that brings. And, and as we weave through the book, we do see there's some turbulent passages and there's some discussion about what it looks like and what's healthy. Some people have likened parts of this, Song of Solomon or Song of Songs, to the deep love that exists between Christ and his church. And some people go, whoa, 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 but this song deals with some very mature physical aspects of love. And it does, but the overall sense of how deeply they care for one another, not just in a physical level, but these are two people who get physical because of their overwhelming feelings of emotional love towards each other. Now, that's not to say, <laughs> unfortunately, the analogy breaks down if you look at it too much, but there's a couple of verses in here that we quote, and one of them is, I am my beloved and he is mine. That sense of bond, that sense of connection. And and it's not a bad connection to make because we're told we are the bride of Christ. He he loves us. He's come to ransom and redeem us. And it's very powerful. Overall, today's reading, um, take as a sign that, once again, we are made physical and spiritual beings. And God has given us many, many beautiful ways to enjoy both of those through prayer. And if you are married, hey, read the book with your spouse. 
and and enjoy it. Read it to one another and enjoy it. If you're single, don't read it too long. <laughs> but it is a beautiful, uh, a beautiful reflection of of what might God have in your future. What God might have in your future. I think I said that weird. Anyway, may you be encouraged by the word and built up in the spirit. <laughs> Join us tomorrow for another highlight. And until then, be blessed.